so often we may not even inventory or acknowledge that like we appreciate something about someone or that they do something really well we may not even do more than crack a slight smile or you know we might not even say it internally much less externally and as a as a society we would all benefit greatly if we could practice the art of acknowledging and authentically complimenting what we're all doing well Hi, and welcome back to Clarity Cafe, your place to stop for a little sip of clarity and a little bit of awareness and being present, taking a breath maybe and a smile, being kind to yourself and enjoying the Clarity Cafe community. Speaking of the Clarity Cafe fam, we just want to continue to express our deep gratitude for all the engagement on social, the comments, the likes, the shares, the podcast downloads, the reviews. Please keep it up. It's what makes our day every day to see how the community is coming together and get all that great feedback. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. Uh, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's all part of life, and we're delighted to hear all about those things. But first, before we start getting into the topic today about giving authentic compliments, I think there might be a news item that we want to cover. <laughs> Callie? <laughs> is there some exciting news? Barb, there is some exciting news that we're going to be launching ClarityCafePodcast.com web store. So very soon, you're going to be able to have a sip of Clarity coffee mug, a Clarity Cafe hat, a little keychain reminder of enjoying this wild ride called life, all that beautiful art that you see on our Insta and Facebook and other social channels. You're going to be able to see that right there on ClarityCafePodcast.com. You'll be able to share with some of your favorite Clarity fam and look for all the new releases. We've got things that are going to be released all year. Very exciting about all the different things that are coming and the designs that are coming out. And, you know, if you're wondering like, hey, what does this stuff go for? Well, tell you what it goes for. It goes towards helping pay for more art, helping to bring more content and helping to support our little podcast. So get on over there, find some fun stuff, share it with friends, fam, coworkers, help our little podcast grow. We sure love doing this adventure with you and we want to keep doing it. Oh, a thousand percent. I'm so excited about this because you know how you find something you like and you put it on your phone and you put it on your computer or you get a sticker or whatever. We have so much beautiful art and we're so grateful to our wonderful designers and to be able to have that on T-shirts. And I'm just kind of like, that's all I want to wear these days. And I'm super excited about seeing someone else wearing it as well and enjoying it. So let's get to today's topic without further ado. On our last podcast, we talked about setting boundaries and, and modeling good boundaries and how to have support in that for ourselves and other people. And today we're going to move into the topic of compliments and giving authentic compliments as opposed to inauthentic compliments. Maybe first thing to do is talk about what's the difference between authentic compliments and inauthentic compliments. And I know for me, one way I can tell is how does it feel when I'm saying it? Does it feel like it's coming from my heart and genuine 
or does it feel like I'm saying it just because I'm a little uncomfortable and I'm trying to fill the space or whatever other reason, or because I just got a compliment and I'm uncomfortable receiving it. So I'm going to give one back. There's lots of different dynamics in there uh, that affect how we actually appreciate other people and also appreciate ourselves and give ourselves authentic compliments. So Callie, what are your thoughts on that topic? No flippant comments. (laughs) (laughs) No flippant comments and no flippant compliments. So wow, does it feel funky to give and or receive? Oh, I like your, oh, I like your shoes. Oh, I like your shoes too. Oh, you have really nice hair. You do too. Oh, hey, I like that thing. That Oh, yeah, you too. Okay, so that kind of thing. You know what you notice? You know that it's a flippant compliment. Say that a few times fast. See if you can do it. <laughs> when your voice raises two octaves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whose voice is that? I don't even know. It's that one that comes out when you're like, yeah. can I? Have na, 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 na? And you're like, wait, who talks like that? Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, well, okay. Compliments. There's like the little ones. Oh, I like your hair. Oh, I like your hair too. Oh, I like your shoes. I like your shoes too. That's one thing. Um, and, you know, I had an exchange with a gal the other day. I was driving the motorhome, which is a massive motorhome. And it was so fun because I pulled uh, – there's a – typically it's a retired community demographic when I'm traveling in the motorhome that I would run into. Um, so I'm accustomed to that. And love spending my time in these different RV campgrounds and resorts. It's super fun. When I pulled up in this massive motorhome that I was driving, and this woman comes out, and she's got ink up one side and down the other, and I've got a little bit of ink myself. And she pulls up, and she goes, she stops to check me in, and she goes, well, aren't you a badass for driving this thing? And I laughed, and I said, well, I was sitting there thinking what a badass you are for all that beautiful ink you've got on your arms, plus your hair color. I feel like you and I could be friends. And she was like, absolutely. And then just, like, that was such a wonderful exchange. And I didn't just make that up. Like I I was sitting there admiring her style and I was like, she's awesome. And so that's, you know, those shorter exchanges we can have, which we can definitely be more authentic in. But I'd like to also dive in today about really taking the time to inventory and acknowledge internally and externally to others the things they're doing well or right or that we admire. So often we we may not even inventory or acknowledge that like we appreciate something about someone or that they do something really well. We may not even do more than crack a slight smile or, you know, we might not even say it uh, internally, much less externally. And as a as a society, we would all benefit greatly if we could practice the art of acknowledging and authentically complimenting what we're all doing well. Because there's plenty of things to talk about that we're not doing well. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, that's what is mostly talked about, right? In the sort of the news and kind of the the dialogue is we, we have to discuss the things that we're not doing well because we have to improve. But boy, isn't it a lot easier to have that conversation if the conversation begins with, wow, you are doing an amazing job of managing all these things. 
let's see how we can do about this thing over here, right? And those are really true, authentic compliments because most people are doing an amazing job, at least most of the people I'm around, you know, even myself, right? That really genuinely, authentically acknowledging the contribution. It's not that it hasn't been acknowledged before. And sometimes I think maybe we think, oh, well, I I already said that. Well, it never hurts to repeat it. And you can always be creative and repeat it a different way. But, you know, I think about all the different roles of the people at the clinic, you know, from the front desk people who do an amazing job of answering the phone and talking to patients and people who are thinking about coming in and checking patients in all the way to the people in the back that are receiving and inventorying packages. Each part of that is so important. And we kind of tend to take it for granted that those things are all going to go well. But without everyone's contribution, that's not going to happen. So it's such a good feeling when you have an authentic compliment. I notice it always makes me feel better too. You know, even a small thing, if someone brings me an amazing cup of blended coffee and I say, this is the most amazing cup of coffee ever, because in that present moment, that is the most amazing cup of coffee. And I genuinely mean that because that's that I only drink one cup of coffee a day, but I want it to be the very best one. And I can tell it changes the way I'm feeling about my day. And it also changes the way the other person's feeling. And that's a small thing again, but to the big things as well, just having that true authentic nature in the compliment and taking the time to do it as opposed to, oh, this person always does this. I don't need to acknowledge it. And that never even occurs to me, by the way, just because I feel like so appreciative. (laughs) So part of that is being in touch with how appreciative we are of the other person's contribution and of what, what, uh, what they and we are all doing well. It's so interesting because when we think about our society um, and media and news, we're in such a habit of tuning into criticism from morning till night. We have people in our governments that are doing a terrible job. And we have people in our governments that are doing good job, but mostly the attention is on people and the things that they're doing that are being criticized. And, you know, a lot of, as they call it, armchair quarterbacking kind of stuff. There's a lot of habit as a society that we can get into of looking over there and going, look at all these things that aren't going right. And I want to encourage us to pull ourselves out of that toxic media pull our minds out of that toxic game and begin to acknowledge, whether it's in our government, whether it's our teachers, whether it's our hospitals, there's plenty of room for criticism absolutely in our education systems, in our government, in our healthcare systems all over the world. There's absolutely need for improvement in all of those areas. And the people in the trenches doing the work will be the first to tell you where those improvements are needed. That being said, I think it's important that we find our truth in the fact that nothing is necessarily all right or all wrong. Someone's not just, there's not just a world full of people doing a terrible job. Like overall, if we zoom out, we're doing some amazing things. And it's not just the amazing things that our people are doing to get some weird societal gold star, like everyday people, you and I, every day, we are doing things that make this world just a little bit better of a place. And so for our own mental health, I implore all of us to zoom out a little bit, 
recognize that these things are difficult. (laughs) And actually, there's a lot of ways that things are getting done that are right. And I'm not saying don't get involved in places that need change and step up. There is an episode of our podcast that's people talking all about their rights, but what about their responsibilities? And we will get into that. But right now, let's think about what the impact of being tuned into a critical mindset has on our own mental health and everyone else around. And can we zoom out a little bit and start to focus on the things that are working and put some attention there? How would that change mental health overall on our planet? Yes, it's it's easy to understand that and feel it experientially by thinking about how we feel. I think about how I feel when I am giving someone a compliment for something good. And I know it always makes me feel better because I'm reinforcing that there are good things happening. And so I, I agree with you wholeheartedly about you know disconnecting from just the bad news. I mean, I love the fact that in the New York Times, there's a this week in good news in the Sunday section. So if I don't read any part of the news other than that, I'll read that one. Because there really is, as you say, so many people in all walks of life doing an amazing things every day. And sometimes those amazing things are really small and go unnoticed, but they contribute to overall good. And then there's also people who are up to really big things. But I think one of the one of the downsides of our information overload situation here is that it's easy to just see the bad news because if it bleeds, it leads. And so it, we tend to get a little skeptical or a little bit darker in how we look at the world. And Years ago, before the internet, I remember seeing a study that said that people that stayed inside, particularly that lived in cities, so they were fearful of going out or just didn't have as much interaction with people, the more TV they watched, the worse they thought the world was. So if you think about the implication of the worse you think the world is, what does that mean for your internal world? And what does that mean for your mental health? So I think that's a very good point is we need to make sure that we're seeing and feeling and experiencing how much how much good there is going on in the world and being able to authentically appreciate it and that becomes a habit and is just extremely important for our mental health and for the mental health of of everyone around us because we're going to bring that more positive attitude into pretty much every interaction that we have barb you just absolutely nailed why i have had such a strong requirement in my being to travel this planet. I love this planet and I love the majority of people that are on it. And from a young age, I've just, you know, in the the United States, there's a huge culture trying to promote the U.S. and, you know, how we're better here and better there and blah, blah, blah. And the United States is an amazing, beautiful, wonderful place ranking in our education system, ranking in our healthcare, ranking in a few other core functional areas, we've slipped quite a bit. That being said, it's very healthy to be able to travel the world and see people living in different ways and doing different things, but yet we all have some real common basic things, the need for love, the need for belonging, connection, culture. It's just so many wonderful things in this planet. And when we change, like you said, we, you know, people get out of their homes, get out of their comfort zones, get out of what is familiar and see things differently. We can begin to realize there's actually some really wonderful, beautiful things happening on this planet and we can be a part of it. 
Mm -hmm. That's so true. The more we get to experience how people are living lives differently from how we're doing them, but they're doing them masterfully. And we can take little pieces of that even back into our lives here. I remember when I was in college after I lived in Taiwan for a year, I came back and all I really, I realized all I really needed was like, I had my own little kitchenette at the time, which was such a luxury uh, to have a private room with a little kitchenette for my senior year in college, because I was uh, kind of a resident advisor in a dorm. And I thought, all I really need is this wok, this bowl, and this spoon and a pair of chopsticks, because I had met people who had were superlatively happy living amazing lives with just those things. And now, needless to say, I have a lot more in my kitchen now because I love to cook. But it was so valuable to have have had that perspective, and I brought that back to really, this is really all I need. And it gave me a sense of, I have so much abundance and people in so many parts of the world have maybe less material possessions, but that doesn't have any reflection on how happy they are. And so it made me really understand that there was not a connection between materialistic wealth and happiness. And that's kind of a guiding principle for me. You know, I love having nice things. I love having the resources to travel, but that I don't feel like that's my happiness should never be dependent on whether I have those things or not. And that's been a really valuable experience to be able to recognize the richness of just a beautiful bowl and a beautiful spoon and that that's really all you need to enjoy a wonderful meal. So Barb, sounds like what you're saying is being present is what allows us to recognize all the beautiful things around us. And from that, we can actually give authentic, real compliments to ourselves and to people that we come in contact with. Yes, 100%. I remember going back to that same time that when we would have a dinner and everyone was supposed to bring something, I had my special dish and I always made it and everyone really appreciated it. And that became my thing. So I really acknowledged myself. And I think that was, you know, one of the things that made me realize how much I really love cooking. <laughs> I love cooking for other people and that, that I could have that and authentically own that and know that I'm good at that. And also I really authentically see other people in that space. So the more I'm able to see that in other people, the more I'm able to see that in myself. So, you know, as you go about your day and you see someone doing something really well, like being gentle with a child that's acting up in the supermarket, right? And not getting aggravated always be careful about who you offer, you know, anything to. But if someone seems open to it and you're standing in line, you say, wow, you have a beautiful child and, you know, it's really great how, how you're interacting with them. You know, I found that can really change how a parent struggling with a fussy child can be because now they're not tense, stops a child in their tracks for a minute, and then everyone can have a moment of appreciation. So, yes, being able to authentically offer a compliment to someone whether they're in a great situation or in even in a not so great situation, can transform a situation and it can transform an interaction. So uh, that's it, fam. Here we are. We're talking about authentic compliments. We're talking about being present, noticing deeper than just, oh, hey, nice hair, things that people do around us that they do well. Be specific. If you really want to improve how you give compliments, think about it and be specific. Hey, you know, the way that you deliver your reports on time is also great, but 
I love the way that you have such an attention to detail and you make sure that all the accurate information represented by all the groups and teams is right, it's on time, and that you're able to make sure we're all in communication so our projects can go better. Those kind of very detailed things. You know, I really like the way you always make sure you complete a job before you start a next one, if that's appropriate in your field, of course. But with ADHD, I got about six jobs I'm finishing and six I'm starting and about 15 more that I've half started. So it's a little different in my ADHD brain, but just if you lived in that kind of world where you finish one thing and start another. (laughs) Um, But really, again, you know, look at your family, look at your friends. I really appreciate that you take the time to pause and listen to me when something really rough comes up. No matter where, what's going on, you're always there. And I really appreciate that. And you're not distracted by six other things going on. If I really need you, you're there. And that means a lot to me. Those kind of compliments are so valuable and giving them to ourselves as well as to others and pulling ourselves out of a criticism mindset and into a really nourishing mindset is always a good place to pace your bets. So uh, on our next episode, we're going to be talking about reasonable and unreasonable requests. (laughs) That's going to be super fun to get into. And uh, if you haven't already hit the subscribe button, if you haven't already given us a five-star review, please do. We really appreciate you helping us spread the word got one person, two people, 10 people that you think would benefit from Clarity Cafe, please share it. We're appreciating all the shares, all the conversations, all the DMs, and uh, we want to just keep bringing more. So until next time, take what works, leave what doesn't, and be well.